Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Back into the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia. Week 7 of the NFL gets underway tonight on Prime. It is the Jaguars and the Saints. And for fantasy football, we always go to our buddy Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy, who's good to join us every week at this time to help set our lineups. It's not the sexiest of matchups, but there's certainly some players that you have in play tonight. Andy, how are you this week? I'm doing well. I, I don't know what you mean about not the sexiest of matchups. There are some by the by the standards of week seven. Um, this is an exceptional match. <laughs> it's rough out there. We got six teams on by. We got a lot of dud games. Um, this this one is actually moderately interesting, which uh, which is extraordinary in, in a week like this. Yeah, of course, we've got a lot of injury concerns. We'll get to Monday night in a second, but for tonight, we're, we're com- well, I guess you're, you're comfortable, right, if he's going tonight uh, for Trevor Lawrence. And then part two of this question, I mean, everything else in the Jacksonville offense on a short week, is that status quo in terms of plays here, Andy? Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I'll start with Trevor Lawrence um, because I, in my in my mentions, I, I see a lot of complaints from fantasy managers about Lawrence, and I I get it from a pure fantasy perspective, right? Um, he he hasn't had like the blow up week. Uh, he hasn't. He's certainly not single handedly carrying you to anything. Um, I'll I'll just say that he continues to play excellent football. Um, he. He makes he makes a couple throws a week that there aren't there aren't more than I don't know six or seven guys in the NFL who can who can make. Um, he's been near the top of the leaderboard for PFF all season and in, in big time throws. Um, he just like he's played really well. He's been victimized by some drops. He's been victimized by some cases where guys don't get both feet down in bounds. Like 
He's been a little bit snake bit, but I think he's great. And I, I would continue to start him, even if you're kind of banging your head against the wall and you're really frustrated because you haven't had like the 25, 30 point week. I do think there's a huge week coming from this offense at some point. All right. said, it might not be tonight against the Saints, right? There's a, a really good defense. Yeah, and I was going to say, Bills fans know all too well what Travis Etienne can do when he gets going. What's your take on on these Jags receivers, on on Ridley, on on Christian Kirk and the years that they've had so far? If, if you've got frustrated fans talking about Lawrence, I imagine there's a little bit of frustration on the inconsistencies of wide receiver as well. Yeah, I think we probably got over our skis. Well, at least I did a little bit in week one because Ridley in the first half of the Colts game in the opener was um, it, it just looked like vintage Calvin Ridley, right? Uh, he was he was spectacular. He was getting open, and not just getting open, but getting open with, like, nobody else in the camera frame. Um, it was awesome. And since that time, you know, Ridley has been one of the, one of the biggest dropper of passes <laughs> on that hmm. team. He's been, he's been a little bit of the problem. I will say that he's kind of settled in at, like, seven or eight targets a game, and that's enough workload to really matter. Like, so he, we're still going to roll him out this week, especially again, with six teams on by a lot of injuries, we're going to roll him out as something like a wide receiver too. I think he's very good. I, you know, Christian Kirk is very good as well. And it, and, and probably isn't that far off of, of Calvin Ridley. They, they served different roles in the, in the offense, in the, in the sort of route tree there for Jacksonville. But, um, and unfortunately it's kind of swung between one and the other so far this season. I do think there are going to be weeks where they, they're both able to go off and function for you uh, reasonably well. One of them is going to see, probably both of them actually going to see a little bit of Marshawn Lattimore tonight. And Lattimore has played about as well as any corner in the league. So again, it's a little bit tricky. Yeah, it, it, normally I'm not asking you a question about Derek Carr, should you play him or not, because I hope you have better options. But again, we're kind of in the bye weeks here. So we don't get Cincinnati this week. We don't get Dallas this week. So... If you're looking to stream a quarterback, are you considering Carr tonight, or are there better options, Andy? Yeah, you know, Carr had a nice yardage total last week. Um, his his like red zone struggles are really well documented, though. Um, the you know the touchdown totals are just simply not great. I don't happen to think that he's the greatest streamer this week. Um, he's fine if you're really in a pinch, but guys that are Guys that are actually widely available, I, I'd prefer. I mean, I've got Sam Howell higher than him this week. Sam Howell's got a little rushing upside, and he faces the Giants. That's relatively friendly. Russell Wilson might be out there in a handful of leagues. I would prefer Russell this week. Um, you know, maybe maybe even a Baker Mayfield. I, I like. I just Derek Carr is a little bit sketchy. Derek Carr is a good quarterback for the kicking game of that team because things just break down um, when they get inside the red zone, but. I'm, I, I just never expect a huge week from Carr. Andy, how are you dealing with your Indianapolis Colts assets with hearing the news that Anthony Richardson's gone for the season? It's the Gardner Minshew show uh, till further notice. It, knowing what that backfield is with Moss and Taylor, the wide receivers there in that offense, especially when you look at who they're facing this week in this dominant Browns defense. Well, that's the immediate problem, right? The Browns defense is is not only dominant, but they're like, they're like 80 yards clear of the second best defense in terms of total yards allowed per game. They've been phenomenal. They were obviously great last week against the Niners. They cover well, they bring, they bring a lot of heat on passers. Like this is just a stay away matchup generally. Um, I don't, I don't think that just in terms of like, who's at the controls of the offense, I don't really think it's, it's all that hurtful to the receiving core there to have Gardner Minshew. 
in place of somebody who let they'd, they'd really done like they'd really built a creative offense for Anthony Richardson and they were leaning into his strengths and it was super fun. And I, I full credit to that coaching staff. I liked everything that we saw in the early weeks, but I just in terms of, you know, driving the offense, giving it a, giving us a functional passing game. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between a veteran Gardner Minshew and a, a learning on the job, Anthony Richardson. I think it's probably, I don't know. I don't want to say that it's, I don't want to say that's good necessarily for the, for the running backs, but I will say we don't have to worry about Anthony Richardson, you know, poaching carries inside the 10 yard line and scoring all the rushing touchdowns and taking those away from Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor. Like those are back on the table for those guys. So I don't, I don't think it's bad for anyone here. Andy Barron's Yahoo fantasy. You'll check him out tonight. We'll tell you about that. Andy, <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get all this question a lot this week. What do you, how do you manage when you have key injuries or key questions, I should say, uh, about Monday Night Football, about Christian McCaffrey, uh, about Debo Samuel here? Are, are we feeling comfortable? What would be your advice here? Because if it's Sunday at one, Sunday at four, it's easier to make that swap. Monday night, you're going to be a little limited. Yeah, er- like just early in the week reading tea leaves, I. I personally feel a little bit better about Debo. Um, I, I think there's probably a greater chance that he's going to be able to go. I would hope that if you're a, if you're a manager who's tied to Christian McCaffrey, I, that, you know, so we have layers of problems here. Num- number one, we don't, we don't know whether he's going to be able to play. And number two, we actually don't know who the, um, the biggest beneficiary of any loss of playing time is going to be, right? Because because they came into the season with Elijah Mitchell as the clear understudy. He was the clear number two. He's been good for a couple of years. Um, But Jordan Mason has been great over the last two weeks. Now, neither one of them can do the things that McCaffrey can do. They're not, you know, super dynamic, line them up outside, you know, route running brilliant in the receiving game sort sort of running backs. But, you know, when Jordan Mason gets ahead of steam, he's a load to bring down. And you give him a free run at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to hurt some people. You're not going to be able to arm tackle him. Like he's kind of fun. So he's the guy that I've prioritized ahead of Mitchell. I I'm telling you, I might be wrong about that. Like that is, you know, only Kyle Shanahan knows the answer to that question. But I, I just think the way that Jordan Mason has been playing and the, the, the way that they utilized him last week, while both he and Mitchell were available, I think Mason is probably the guy. So I'd want to have him available in case McCaffrey can't go. If I, you know, if we don't know something solid on McCaffrey by Sunday, I don't I don't think you can risk it. Hey, uh, Andy, what do we know about in the Rams backfield? What do we know about Zach Evans going into this weekend? Oh, this is this is just brutal because they keep adding, you know, they, they keep <laughs> adding one guy after another that you forgot was in the league or, you know, that you haven't thought of in a year. Um, this, is, this is really tough. I Zach Evans seems like he's going to be the first man up. Um, and this is also really unfortunate because like after the, after the Kyron Williams injury following the game in week six, uh, Sean McVay sort of, sort of downplayed it. Oh, I think he's going to be fine. And then, and then initially we thought, okay, maybe it's a week. And now it seems like it's a multi-week issue. And if it's a multi-week issue, it's probably a high ankle sprain. And that's probably going to affect him even after he comes back. So really worrisome. Um, Zach Evans was a highly efficient player. At a, at a very high level in college, right? He played at Ole Miss. He, he was at TCU before that. Always been super efficient. Has never been like the full workload guy. Um, and we've seen very little of him in the NFL. Um, there are some Zach Evans truthers. There are some people out there who are really, really big on Zach Evans. I think he's fine. Um, the NFL itself told you that they thought he was a sixth rounder. That's where he went. Um, like I, I, there is definitely a path here for Royce Freeman 
even in a couple of weeks for Daryl Henderson, who they who they recently signed to to get back in the mix. That may happen for this week. For this week only, though, I think it's Zach Evans, and he's he's probably actually a safe play given the landscape at running back. Then you know we have Joe Mixon out, we have Derrick Henry out, we got a bunch of useful guys. Tony Pollard is out with uh, all of them with buys. We've got injuries. You're probably going to play Zach Evans if you added him this week. Yeah, there's another injury concern. A pretty decent matchup in a week that doesn't have many decent matchups. Detroit and Baltimore. What would be your advice, Andy, as far as navigating that Detroit backfield? Is if Montgomery can't go, is there somebody to you know pick up off the waiver wire and plug and play, or is that just a matchup? Eh, it's the Ravens. Maybe the Lions. This isn't a good look here. How do you assess that situation? Yeah, tough matchup that I think David Montgomery, given his ability and his uh, the workload that he was looking at, probably would have been able to overcome. Um, I, I think if you have Jameer Gibbs, you know he came back to practice this week. He's had a he's had some injury issues that have cost him a couple weeks, but if you've got him, I think you can feel okay. Um, I think most of the work goes to him. We have seen that in the absence of Montgomery early in the season, like workload to Jameer Gibbs, he was no longer just a backup. Craig Reynolds is there as well. Craig Reynolds um, it, it made a made an amazing touchdown. Uh, uh, basically, created a touchdown with incredible blocking last week. But he wasn't that good on the ground. I don't I don't think he's going to be spectacular. Um, he's probably going to have a role. He did miss Wednesday's practice due to injury. So, uh, like Reynolds is a desperation heave. Um, Jameer Gibbs is is the guy that I would prefer to start. Andy, what concerns, if any, do you have on uh, Chargers running back Austin Eckler, given that his performance on Monday night was a little bit less than I think we all expected? Yeah, a tough week against a good defense. I thought the most encouraging thing is that his usage was totally normal. They, you know, he wasn't, they, they weren't holding him back. Um, he just faced a really frisky Cowboys front and, and couldn't find the end zone, but they were throwing to him. They were checking down to him. He came out of the game healthy. He even got he even got in that per, that like pregame skirmish where he actually got his helmet knocked off and you're like oh no don't <laughs> don't get hurt pregame in a like in a stupid fight um, but he's okay he came out of the, he came out of the game just fine got the Chiefs this week it should be a little bit more wide open for him it should be a very high scoring game and of course the nice thing about Austin Eckler is you know he's not really game flow dependent you know they can fall behind and he's still a key element of that of that passing game so you know there's there's certainly no way in a week like that. I mean, I, listen, I have leagues where I would, I don't know, I might, I might pay a hundred dollars just to borrow Austin Eckler for the week. Um, it's, it's such a dreadful week out there. It's such a tough week, man. You, you got, you got to roll with Eckler. Andy, I'd be just curious, you know, for our audience too here, because we came back uh, off the Sunday night game Monday and it was weird. The Bills won, and it wasn't Victory Monday. It was Blame Assessment Monday here on our show, yeah. just figuring out how could that offense have been shut out for three quarters against that team. So is that just kind of a one-week or a game and a half, I guess, because you really didn't do anything over in London, too? Uh, it just things that happen over the course of the season, or is this just the Bills team right now that maybe y- you want to be cautious uh, when it comes to fantasy? Well, you, you're not going to be cautious with Stefan Diggs. You're not going to be really cautious with Josh Allen. It was a, you know, it, 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 I mean, you're, you're fine being disappointed. I totally get being disappointed. Um, you still have an immensely talented quarterback and you're one of the best receivers in the, in the game. And get, like Gabe Davis has been really good right up until he was a little quiet last week, but he'd been really good up until then. Um, you know, you're, you're super fortunate to win that one. 
but you might be able to say that you didn't necessarily deserve to win that one, right? Um, and the, it's not like the Giants have been holding people down. It's not like the Giants have just been unlucky. I mean, the Giants have been bad most of the season. So I, I get the disappointment. Um, I think I think fantasy managers, for the most part, like the, the thing that has us most worried is actually um, James Cook's role, right? Because this is, this is a lot of Latavius Murray, who's, you know, a good pro, Better, obviously been around the league a little bit, but he's getting a lot of run. And, um, you, know, you know, we certainly came into the season feeling pretty confident that it was going to be like 75% James Cook's backfield. And it just has not shaken out that way over the last couple of weeks. So his, I, I would say fantasy wise, his declining role has been, has been the biggest concern. Yeah. You know, catnip for coaches, Andy, they like guys who know where they're supposed to be. They know their assignments, yeah. you know, and, and that, that might be the kind of player that Murray is that, that cook is learning to become. Uh, we look at Sunday night this week and boy, I don't think we're going to get the same outcome as we had last week, a kind of sluggish game that was sloppily played. You've got the Dolphins. You've got the Eagles. More than anything, as a football fan, I'm just curious to see how, how you see this one playing out on Sunday night. Yeah, well, the, the Dolphins' defense, I mean, the offense is just a, a death star, right? The offense has already put up 70 points this year. Nobody's stopping Tyreek Hill. Nobody can run with Tyreek Hill. They have, they, have, um, they have speed that they don't know what to do with. Um, so the offense is great. The defense has been kind of generous, you know, like they, they let Carolina get a couple of, get a couple of early scores on them. Um, the, the defense is vulnerable. Um, and, and that's good for Philly because Philly definitely needs a get right week after, after what they're coming through against the, against the Jets and, um, the really like horrid pass that basically ended the game from, from Jalen Hurts. So, it's going to be more room to operate against Miami, I'm fairly sure. So you can expect big weeks from Raheem Mostert. You could expect big weeks from Tyreek Hill and Waddle and like all the, all, the, all the usual suspects. But it's also a really good spot, obviously, for Hurts and Brown and Smith and, and perhaps Goddard as well. DeAndre Swift is a great start this week. Like this is that game. I don't know. Like we, we'd invested a lot of hope, especially after what a dreary week it was in week six. Like we, we'd put a lot of hope on that Chargers-Cowboys game. And it was a little bit of a dud. It was close, but it was a little bit of a dud. Um, there's a lot of hopes pinned to Eagles Dolphins this week. We need, we need a like I don't know. We need, we need a shootout at some point. Yeah, Andy. Uh, I, the, the big question here: Are you still alive in Survivor? And here in the sports bar, we Danger and I have gone different paths here. So just getting your views here on how, what you're looking at here in Week Seven. I am shockingly uh, still alive. Right. Yeah, I have I have two Survivor pools. Like I am I'm I'm looking. I'm staring down November. I don't know that I've ever made it to November in Survivor. This is just not something that happens. Um, my my thing this week, however, is that I like on Yahoo Survivor game. They show you who everybody else is taking. Right. At least they show you who like the greater community of Survivor players are taking, and the whole world is taking Seattle. Right. Um, Seattle's obviously a flawed team too. So like I'm. I'm, I will say I'm doing the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a different path this week and I'm just hoping that uh, Seattle actually gets knocked off. So I, I, I have your bills. I have your bills. Oh, um, you're, you're, you're good. You're good on that. You didn't use <laughs> I, the bills. I hope I'm good. Yeah, you're good on that. I mean, not being a homer, Andy, this is like you're, you're coming off a dud of that game. 
Sean exactly. McDermott teams will sit up straight here, and that's everybody here. Like we're, we haven't forgotten how the Patriots have owned this team. That so yeah, you'll be fine this week. And Gene is a man of the people. He's going with Seattle. I'm going a different path. I'm I'm actually taking the Niners. They were still available to me. Your take on the Niners there on Monday night? We know that it's it's a little bit of a cloudy injury picture, but I have a hard time seeing that team against that defense put up two stinkers in a in a row. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of holding the Niners in my back pocket in Survivor, so I've still got them. Not taking them, not taking them this week. I I agree with you. I think the Niners just you know they ran into two things. Number one, they ran into injuries last week with with Debo and McCaffrey and Trent Williams was out was out for a while, and they also ran into a defense that is the equal of their own defense, right? Like the, like the Browns are going to give people problems the rest of the year. By the way, a little side note in fantasy, the Browns actually entered this week, only rostered in about less than 30% of Yahoo leagues. Hmm. They don't have a bad matchup the rest of the way. Like they're a defense that you can just add and park it in that roster spot and forget about it for the rest of the season. Uh, anyway, I think that I think the Niners are just a supercharged team when healthy. That is obviously the biggest open question going into this week because there's a huge drop off from Debo Samuel to whoever we're calling the next man up in that receiving core. And then obviously there's a huge drop off from Christian McCaffrey to, to Eli Mitchell and to Jordan Mason. So we need those guys to be healthy, but the, but the defense can hold any team to 13 in any given week. And then on the other side of that one, you know, the Vikings, like, man, they faced a, you want to talk about the bills having a disappointing effort against a, an unimpressive opponent. The Vikings just faced the bears and they needed a defensive touchdown to win. Right. They didn't get to 20. Um, Kirk Cousins had 181 passing yards in one squad. Like we knew it would be rougher without Justin Jefferson, but come on, um, that's the Bears. They're like the teams have been teams have been blowing up against the Bears all season, and then to only put up like 12 offense points or whatever was really was just really shocking. So if that's all you got against the Bears, I, like good luck against the Niners. Andy, we could talk to you uh, all day here, but we know you got a show to prepare for tonight. Fantasy Football Live. Tell everybody, show we recommend here, uh, tell everybody uh, what time you guys launch tonight. Yeah, we're on uh, at Yahoo Sports, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to go through all the matchups in the Thursday night game, and then we're going to walk through all the key matchups on Sunday, on Monday, break down injuries, have uh, some vigorous, spirited debate along the way, answer a bunch of user questions. So, Please check it out. Fantasy Football Live, 7 p.m. Always a pleasure having you on with us here on the Sports Bar, Andy. Have a great weekend, bud. Thanks for the time. Thank you, guys. Good luck to everybody. You got Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy Sports every Thursday here in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Help set your fantasy football lineups for, for week seven. And man, it is kind of a gift to have him on. He's he's a busy guy. He's got to go be on, on that show later tonight to get everybody ready for, for tonight's action. He carves out a little time for us here in Rochester. What a gift. Yeah, they, they were going on Sunday mornings yep. up until this year. And they're like, oh, he, they're moving to Thursday. He's like, nope, I'm still good to join you guys on Thursday. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fantastic, yeah. and uh, it's awesome having him on with us here, especially if you're a fantasy football player and and you have questions. Will Andy has those answers for you, and and now you're you're ready to go, a smarter football fan heading into Week Seven. Just a brutal, brutal schedule. Oh, this is right. It's it, for guillotine leagues too. This is the one where. It's the, get, it's getting to, down to the crunch time. Yeah, man. and this is the one where like I. I, like I might, I might get chopped because legitimately because of Christian McCaffrey and okay, Elijah Mitchell was available. I picked him up. It's great to hear that he might not be the primary option. I uh, I will fully take ownership of a mistake when I make it, and I 
honestly deserve to be chopped from our guillotine league. You've been close a few times. I honestly, this week I deserve, I looked at my roster and almost had a heart attack at 105. Oh no, you, I, when I, I missed I, this. When I realized in my flex, I had a player who was still on IR. Oh my God. I had added Jeff uh, Wilson of the Dolphins thinking, oh, well, with, with, uh, Achan out. Oh, that's right. They never activated. They didn't him. activate him. Oh my god! I got a big goose egg in one of my flex positions because I was mismanaging my roster, Gene. I was asleep at the wheel. I was not focused on a Sunday morning on what I should be focused on. I should be focused on setting that lineup, and I I completely whiffed. And so I'm biting my nails all day Sunday, just hoping, praying that the rest of my team can pick my squad up, and I don't finish in last place and get the dreaded chop. Not only get the dreaded chop, but get the chop because of my own. Dysfunction? It's very unlike you. What was going on Sunday? Were you, uh, was there family things? What you was know what happening? it was? It was uh, my mother-in-law. It was my mother-in-law. Don't blame your mother I'm not what? blaming her. I, I, I did a good, good deed on Sunday, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I, did, I go my dad run, and my wife is like, you know, my mom would love if we brought the power washer over and just kind of hit the power washer on the, on the front patio and her, her front sidewalk. I'm like... Yeah, no problem. I mean, the weather's terrible, but whatever. I mean, we can get over there if it's not raining. Yeah, we can do it. And I go on my dad run. I'm all, you know, I'm I'm ripe. I'm like, if yeah. I'm going to use the power washer, now's the time because I'm going to shower after I'm done with that, and I'm going to settle in and watch football all day. And I did, but I knew that I didn't have to rush home for one o'clock for the bills, so I took my time. And by the time I got home, and by the time I settled in. I looked at my roster and I'm like, oh my oh, God, gosh. what did I do? What did I do? I'm I, glad you're owning this up on the air. I totally I, missed that. I survived. You survived. I somehow survived. Well, this is the lesson everybody can learn. Like you something you, you should set an alarm at noon. Where are yeah. my priorities? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I wasn't getting alerts on my phone either. Like you you know how it is if you've got your alerts set. My watch is going off every 30 seconds with this this player active, this player inactive, daily inactives, who's in, who's out. Like I've got all of the all of those okay, alarts, all of those uh, alerts. That, that's why that's all noise. You you legitimately have to do a once over <laughs> for your teams after the inactives are announced. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, it was a, a sloppy, sloppy Sunday in the unsanctioned for me. But we survive. We move on. And now I look at my roster this week. I'm like, nope, still hate this team. Not a fan. Don't like it. Don't feel good. Have no no kind of prospect of seeing myself in week 18. I, I just don't. It doesn't matter. You can somehow navigate week to week and pick up players it's along the way. Fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Um, all right, we got to take a break. We're going to come back. We've got more next in the sports bar. We've got the Bills injury report to get to. We will let you know who's in and out of practice, and we will go to Boston. We will talk to Fitzy Stevens of our Odyssey Sports sister station, WEEI uh, Patriots podcast. Six rings in things. Fitzy hosts that as well. He's our guest coming up in a couple few here in the sports bar. Give us like a half an hour and we'll get the Patriots point of view in advance of Sunday's one o'clock kickoff between the Bills and the Patriots. Get ready to start this NFL week off right tonight. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for tonight's Thursday Night Football game. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on tonight's game between the Jags and the Saints. You're going to get bonus bets back if you don't win. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one 
one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus, physically present in New York. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope or text HOPE-NY 467-369. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 